ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of the Handyman Podcast. I am Todd Gilbert. And I am Brett Fortney. And here we are, episode one, season two. Yes, we made it through a year. Now we're on to the new. That's right. We got picked up for another season. By picked up, yeah. I mean we just decided to keep doing just it. Decided, but yeah. <laughs> not like we're paid or anything, you know. Right. No. No. I mean, we could this be. This is on our free time. This is on our time. To I mean, if anybody wants to sponsor the show, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we, uh, we definitely would welcome such things. I mean, we could even make little commercials for them to play on the show. You know, we never know. Yeah. How would you like to have the Hitman and Todd, you know, promoting yeah. your product? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, but, it always uh, depends on what it was you were selling, but true to agree on that. But no. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, New Year, um, took a couple weeks off for the holidays. Did you do anything cool for the holidays? Not one thing. That's really um, cool. Yeah, <laughs> people were. And in actuality, in, in that, it's okay, I guess. Actually, yeah. it's like time just kind of like <laughs> calm down. And I don't ever, this is the first time I'm ever saying this, but it was time for me to recharge. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> I've never used that word term, nothing in my whole life, but um, <laughs> a couple weeks of the holidays and just hanging around and not doing anything was okay. Yeah. Same here, man. New year's Eve. Um, everybody's like, what'd you do for new year's? I sat at home. You want to know what I did for new year's? Eve? It was crazy. Me and Laura were watching TV, Laura and I, and it'd be his wife. Um, for those of you just tuning in for the first oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, me and, <laughs> The wife would watch TV and eh, it was maybe about 10 30 or so we were watching something and then I wake up and it's 11 30 oh. and my wife is in bed and I'm still in the living room at 11 30 waking up like I just took a good nap and ah. so yeah I watched the ball drop and other stuff like you know some right some of the ABC you know yeah with uh, Ryan Seacrest kind of thing I watched some of that and you know, went to bed, you know, probably about two thirty or so, which was, you know, very nondescript, no big deal, kind of a new year's Eve, but that was okay. I guess. Nice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, literally just sat at home doing stuff like yeah. sat at home playing video games and watching movies and all that stuff. And then, you know, then it was new year's, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, got the, video, got the got the kiss from the significant other at midnight, as you do. You know, yes, you at know. midnight. It was yeah, yeah, right at midnight. Or, yes, sir. Uh, okay, as is tradition. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> thinking about um, video games, I have spent a little bit of time the last few weeks. Um, my daughter decided to bring out the Xbox 360 from her room into. Oh, snap. You know, she does have the Xbox One, so she really didn't need both in her room. Right. But so we brought the Xbox out, the 360, and I'm starting to play some like um, NBA, you know, do some Michael Jordan mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Kobe. To still figure out, yeah, well, still trying to figure out the <laughs> remote, how, how I can personally use it mm-hmm. as a two handed player, but with a one handed person playing it. We're using one and a half hands. Pretty much. Um, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this was the worst season that um, Michael Jordan has ever had because I'm playing him oh, and he God. does a lot of 
he, he does a lot of from the other side of the, you know, other, oh. the other basket. He throws the oh. ball quite a bit to try to make a basket because I'm just not sure about how to make these buttons work right now. Remember that so game? So he does a lot of. Remember, the, remember that? A, hmm? Remember that game? NBA Jam. Yeah. Uh, I just a picture from downtown, you know, but from really <laughs> downtown, time, <laughs> you know, it's every, and, it, and the game is so funny. Cause it's like, you know, I'll be making the shot from way on the other side. And then, um, you know, the announcers will be like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, it's, <so> funny. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to learn the remote man. And these aren't even real people, but I'm talking to them. I'm like, yeah, I've been I'm sorry, man. Uh, I've, I've I've been, been playing the uh, the Avengers game. That's nice, and it's uh, it's made by the people that make all the Final Fantasy games and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. there, it's not the movie; it's the comic. So, like, none of them oh, look okay. like the actors or anything. But Good. it's Good. really, really fun. I've been having a blast with that. Sam got me that for my girlfriend. Sam got me that for Christmas, and uh, she also got me the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I haven't played yet. But you gotta sure beat mean. one game before you play the next one, you know? Yeah. That's true. So you that's going to be see. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, So, yeah, video games. Started doing them. Not like, you know, they haven't been around for 45 years. But <laughs> I'm just starting to, you know, I have played video games. It's just if it's a certain kind of game that I can do with the controller, right? then it's cool. If it's not, I got to learn a way. I'm not saying that it's impossible. I just yeah. have to learn a way to now do the remote. I might. My teeth might be involved at some point. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out things right now. But I'll look over and be like, "Bro, are you hitting the button with your nose? What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how it happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So this year we thought it'd be fun to do things a little more segment based, where we just you know touch on little topics and stuff like that, instead of having just an episode devoted to one specific topic. Um. Kind of makes it more fun, makes it more of a potpourri, you know, a uh, veritable, veritable uh, cornucopia. I've wanted to use that word for yeah. a long time. A cornucopia Solid. of things. I, uh, yeah, no. Uh, corn, <laughs> you know, C-O-R-N-A-copia, C-O-P-I-A. Although the English language is probably not spelled the way it sounds. Who knows? Um, it kind of sounds like a, almost like a Francis Ford Coppola, but different spelling. Almost you, is you can use that in the, instead yeah. of you know, spelled corn. Um, right. You know, it's it's similar. You know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that being said, um, we're going to skyrocket off into some segments here. And uh, hope you all enjoyed the ride with us. First up Let's is go. Uh, we're going to talk about our inspirational person of the week. So we thought it would be cool. We thought it would be cool to uh, showcase somebody that inspires us or somebody that we find inspiring. We can't always have guests on the show, you know, but it's still awesome to highlight people that are out there doing awesome things, especially in the world of disabled people. Uh, mm-hmm. This lady I've been following on Instagram for a little while, uh, and she's incredible. Her name is Abigail the Advocate, is what she goes by on Instagram. She has her website, AbigailTheAdvocate.com. And she has been uh, a person who doesn't let their disability hold them back from anything. Uh, she's someone that has Down syndrome, and uh, she has been on a crusade to make the world more inclusive for people like her. 
She has become a successful public speaker, a triathlete, an actress, and also, you know, does speaking tours and stuff like that. She is really incredible and doing some really incredible things. So we would like you to go check out abigailtheadvocate.com, follow her on Instagram, check out her amazing story. She's she's incredible. talk about another subject here that we uh, both can be very passionate about as we sit here at the fast food drive through beep beep mm. you know yeah. um, Hitman and I <clears throat> we, we call him the Hitman that's his DJ nickname you know <laughs> I don't know if we've used that on the show yet um, no I don't think Brett, we have. Brett and I like to uh, consider <laughs> ourselves connoisseurs of the fast food uh, industry if that's even a thing I mean, you know, there's people that are gourmet restaurant connoisseurs. We are connoisseurs of the fast food. Yeah. I I don't know if that's something to be proud of. Honestly, it's probably really bad, but we have fun. Damn it. So (laughs) here's the thing. We can look at it. We can look at it two different ways. We can say we're connoisseurs of food, or we could say that we just go to fast food so much that we pretty much have eaten everything (laughs) off of the menu. I mean, it could be both. Okay. Um, I know we've been trying to cut back a lot on the fast food lately and eat at home more, but there's still many a time when it's just easy, man. It's easy. It's quick. You know, that's what, yeah. You know what? What really sucks is, you know, now that I will admit that, you know, even though we didn't really do a lot of things for Christmas and the new years and stuff that, um, we'd still, you know, I got gift cards, got fast food gift cards, Uh you know, where to, um, Taco Bell and Burger King. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, the, the fancy plate, though. No, I did. <laughs> I'm saying put a taco or put an Arby's and a, I don't know, like a, maybe a Wendy's. Well, you, well, you got your, or, you know, you got your, your lower grade fast food, which is your McDonald's and yes. uh, your Burger King and yes. your Taco Bell. Then you mm-hmm. got your next grade, which is your Arby's, your Culver's, um, <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> Um, you know you have levels right and then you have the gourmet fast food which is kind of your stuff like jimmy john's or uh you know jersey mike's which i've been loving a lot lately yes yes Uh, for local people your big john's uh that's i think it's only a michigan thing if i remember right but uh is it is it i don't know i think it is i'm gonna look it up while we're talking but i man i just had big john for the first time in my life. See, I'm kind of upset about that because we have talked about this many times and I had really thought that at one point in our, you know, hanging out, I would be the one that would take you to the big John because I've been big John in it since whatever, 1972, whatever right. it's been, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you went and then did you have a steak? I had the so big what? John, uh, steak and cheese. Yes. Oh man. I looked it up too. It is only a Michigan thing. Oh, okay. Um, so if you ain't from Michigan, I'm sorry. Yeah. But 
I had a steak and cheese, and oh my god, it was so good. Um, I never had it because as a kid, I was probably one of the pickiest eaters on the planet. Um, mm-hmm. And I always thought that you had to get onions with it because it's called steak oh, and onion. Yeah, yeah. You know? Then when yeah. I learned you don't have to, game changer. It's not the law, man. Yeah. It's not the law. Uh, my girlfriend, Samantha, was one night was like, let's get Big John. And I'm like, I've never had that. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so we did. And man, I'm glad we did. But um, yeah. I had a crazy fast food experience lately. I know we both have um, mine. So in the past month, we've probably eaten fast food mm, four or five times, maybe. Yeah. Um, And the last two times I had gotten fast food, uh, we went to Burger King first. The King. Mm -hmm. All hail. You know. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) uh, (laughs) It's like it's like the Colonel, but different. Um, mm-hmm. I got a burger, you know, and we we both we both did, and I got home and my bun was molded. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, wow. big green spots of mold on our buns, both of us. I would never have thought of that something. Yeah, That's crazy. So yeah. we we call them because we're already home and settled in and whatever, and they offered us a refund or to just give us free food next time we come back. Yeah. Which is cool. I didn't know they did that. So they put us on a, yeah. a list. Then you go and you tell them your name and you get the food you had before for free. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So we ended up just, you know, throwing the moldy stuff parts away and just eating what we had. You know, uh, I'm like, man, you know, that's crazy. And then probably two, three days later, um, I needed something quick. So I went to another local thing. Halo Burger. Yeah. Halo Burger is a Michigan thing also. If you're from Michigan, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you need to come to Michigan to experience some Halo Burger. Mm-hmm. Um, got, you know, burger and a shake and all that stuff. Got got it back, sat down, opened it up. The bun was molded. Wow. Two different restaurants. Completely different. And different buns. Like, not even the same kind of bun, you know. Now what I'm saying, what I'm saying, though, is like, so... If this has happened to you in the, in the last couple of weeks, yeah. is this something that maybe I've had experience with and I just didn't know it because I don't really. I mean, you'd my, see you know? it. Like, it's pretty okay. obvious. Like when I but opened I, I mean, it, I'm like, oh, I mean, a lot of times I just unwrap and go, you know, like. I'll well, I mean, I'm sure you look it. at the food when you eat it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be um, something that I do, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> Plus, you taste it. You taste it. But. And again, called them, complained, and told them what happened. And in a courteous way, I'm not one of those people that's going to call and chew out a, you know, it's, you know, but, uh, and they did the same thing, put me on a list. I get, you know, the same thing again next time I go, hopefully minus the mold. Um, but did the, you pick away? Did you eat it, end up eating it or just threw it away? Or did you? No, I off? ate it, but just took off yeah. all the, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't eat any mold. No, thanks. Um, Good. With everything going on right now, I'm pretty sure that one piece of mold isn't going to be the thing that's going to, you know, put you in the hospital. But <laughs> maybe <laughs> I think that, or it could be the one thing that finally does. But uh, it could. You never. Know. I know that there's a lot of supply chain issues and stuff like that. So I don't know if like yeah. companies are getting like day old bread and not realizing it. And so it's going bad faster or what, but right. Um, right. But the best 
fast food burger I've eaten lately, and we'll go to yours right after this here. Sam and I went to Sonic recently. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Sonic since it probably opened. Right. Around here. And mm-hmm. that was one of the tastiest fast food burgers I've ever had. Oh, yeah. It was Mink hot. It was, it was made fresh. It was actual meat. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was it was really, really good and bigger than a lot of other places. Yeah, Did it, you, it was great. So you, that's a drive through. So, yeah, you went to yeah. the one over there in Flint, Michigan on Miller Road, right? Yep. Yep. To, um, they um, have a drive up thing like where they come out on yeah. the roller skates and all that. Mm-hmm. But they weren't yeah. doing it currently, probably because, you know, COVID and everything. I mean, but, uh, they could have put ice skates on. So there's no really <laughs> an answer for them not to do it. But right. whatever. But no, we went there and man, that was oh, that was so good, so so. Oh, that good. was I we we haven't eaten there in quite a while. Me and Callie used to, my daughter Callie used to go there all the time. We would just you know do the whole thing where we'd go through and like park like you used to back yeah. in the fifty, you know? right? Um, and she, you know, being younger, had never experienced anything like that. And you know, there's a couple other places that are around that do that still around here like the uh hot dog heaven in grand blank michigan it still oh does that. yes yes this only was but i you know sonic i think me and kelly used to really go there probably about once a week but then somehow we just you know she got a little older we stopped doing it and right i haven't had it probably about shoot five or six years probably well but I, now yeah. it's time to time to do it again I have to we'll, do do, that. we'll have to do a group trip together me and you go hit up sonic do an episode you on know, location, can, you know? Yeah, we could. <laughs> um, um, so here's the thing. We've been talking about this and probably been talking about it a lot more because we've been eating a lot more fast food lately, which sure. is not good for me. I think it's just hopefully we can get out it's of this It's not holiday good for rush. anybody. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I know, but I mean, I'm just saying, especially with those procedures that we've talked about that I've had, like mm-hmm. this is supposed to be like a new diet that I'm supposed to be starting and I don't yeah. know. Um, a couple months later, I'm still having, I haven't started yet. So I don't know. I got to, I really got to try, but it's just like I was saying before with sometimes when you go through the winter blahs and all that stuff, fast food sure. for people like me is comfort. You know, there is depression in the wintertime. I'm just saying sometimes it gets oh, like totally. that. Yeah, absolutely. Food is the one that makes you go, you know, I don't even want to get up and go cook anything, but I would be willing to get some shoes on and go to the fast food drive through, right. which is dumb. But that's just the way you mind. <laughs> the thing that I'm going to say is that I'm going to totally try to not, because I do understand these issues. I don't want to rag on anybody, but I think that something needs to get together. Maybe, maybe one or two more employees. And I know it's really hard to get employees right now, but fast foods have been messing up a lot more lately. And I get yeah. it. There's a lot, a lot, a lot more stress going on and less people to handle it. I understand it. But like, and that's fine. When you mess up, that's fine. But don't, I've had them blame it on me just recently with my gift card, right? I actually, I used my Taco Bell gift card to put it into the app, you know, cause I was doing it a mobile order and it had, it gave you a little spot to put the number in and everything and it accepted it and everything. I go through the drive-thru and they don't know what I'm talking about as a drive-thru order. They don't have it. They're going to, they have it, they have the order, but they didn't have the, charging my uh, gift card thing and it said Weird. that it was all ready to go those and, and then and that's fine that okay it messed up I'll, I'll use it again some other time something messed up but then to actually say to me like have almost like a 
condescending, like it's really my fault and just having an attitude about it. I don't like the attitude of anybody, not just in fast food, but in general, you know how we're going through this right now with everybody just seems to be cranky and a bad mode. Like, I, you know, I get it too, but I just like, let's be a little bit nicer. People are just not being as nice, especially, you know, if you didn't get the order right, that's, yeah. that's on you probably. Yeah. Cause I put all my stuff, you know, whatever in the, in the mobile order and sure. you mess up. So don't be acting like, Oh my God, what did you do? No, it's probably something. That, <laughs> well, and just, the crazy thing is to like, I get it, the how stressful it is because not only are they understaffed, oh for but sure, they're underpaid. also they're underpaid like crazy, and yeah. you know you, you got a topic right now that's a big thing for people that like are making good money are complaining about people who don't want to work, and mm-hmm. it's not that people don't want to work. I want to throw that out there right now. It's that people don't want to work for crap pay. People want to work at a job that one job can give you a livable wage that you can pay your rent and do things. It Mm -hmm. shouldn't be a thing where you have to have five jobs to hold down your rent. That's ridiculous. (laughs) But on the, on the other side of that, and I get that, but at the same time, if you are working at this place, you know, don't take it out on your customers. You know, we're, you know, we understand, (laughs) you know, we get it. We just want a hamburger, man. But we, but we get it. I mean, I, we totally. What I'm get saying it. in general, what I'm saying though in general is that it just seems like, in my opinion, um, in any other category right now, when I've been, you know, getting even, I, I think when we've eaten in, in restaurants, even like just people have a different attitude. Like, here's your food, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know. There's just, um, and I, I know people. They, you know, I don't know if it's happened to work during a pandemic, and you know, it's yeah, for sure. I mean, I get it. You know, I, I, I get it. I get it. I do. I yeah. swear to God, I get it. I just, we just got to be nicer. That's all. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 it's making everybody in a bad mood, and then they're angry at other people, and it's just a chain that keeps going, man. If yeah. everybody just turns it around a little bit and just says thank you and please and you're welcome and all that stuff, it might just end up making it a little better world to live in. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. But I went off on my soapbox. I'm gonna say we, we're talking about food, <laughs> so I did get a Taco Bell, um, right? Like I had a gift card. And I got Got a Burger King coupon. That's my uh, girlfriend's favorite, Taco Bell. That's her favorite. Who is he? That's uh, Samantha's favorite is Taco Bell. Sam. I mean, I yeah. can get that because it's easy. Um, the thing I'm going to say about Taco Bell is, so has Sam um, joined the new rewards program that they have? Because I know there's a rewards, but starting rewards the, uh, program? the program. It's a new thing on okay. their app, yeah. but it's $10, it's $10 a month. Okay. But you can get a taco every single day for 30 days in a row, if you want for that $10 plus that opens up when you give them $10, it opens up, I guess, a whole new menu that they don't have for the other, um, for the, for the regular. Really? Yeah. Does the the secret menu bring back stuff they canceled that everybody's mad about? Well, they (laughs) said, let's see, I don't know because they're making it sound like that's what it is. It's all these new menu items or all these maybe things that they used to have. But then I look at some of these that they give you a, you know, like including things like this and all those things have either already been there or already are they're there right now. So I don't know. I just would like to know what the menu, I guess I could look it up, but yeah, for $10 a month, that's what they're a lot. They're giving you is a, a taco a day. 
and then some other specials that, and, and then like a club thing where you get to get special items on certain days for club members. Sure. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. Wow. That's, so, yeah. that's pretty cool. Like that might even be a savings for saying, I don't know if I'd want a taco a day, but that's, I mean, I love tacos. Don't get me wrong. No, I'd be like, but, can I get all three of them right now? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like if I have a choice though, for Mexican food, like, I tend to go more restauranty than Taco yeah. Bell, but yeah. I mean Taco Bell's good for the quick, you know, whatever. But man, yeah. is it greasy! But uh, oh, no. but I mean that's interesting. I mean, what a, it's a fun way to like. I don't know, like it's a fun way to make a little extra money for them. I guess I don't know because yeah. I mean a, a taco is about a dollar, you know, so. You're saving about twenty bucks if you do get a taco a day. You know, like that's yeah, pretty. And you cool. are if you ate Taco Bell every day, right? Which I wouldn't which recommend. I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> that would be. Do you remember that um, Super Size Me? Yeah. The taco Bell version would be such a different Woo! movie. That would be him on the, you know, in the bathroom forever. Like, <laughs> He'd just be living on the toilet. <laughs> he might even lose weight because he's. He, he might even be losing weight from that because right. you know he's releasing so much it's so much as as you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah never mind I won't. oh man anyway but yeah so i haven't you know the that's um my rant and my suggestion maybe for sam if she would like to try this out i would really like to see first of all i need somebody to do it first just so do we can it, see what the menu is i'm not gonna be the first one <laughs> my group to do right, it i want right. to see what it is. i might be willing I mean, I can cancel at any time, I guess. So that's fine too. Maybe I'll try it for a month. It's only ten bucks. It's only re- literally one meal at Taco Bell. So, so if anybody you know, wants to, if anybody wants to try it out and send a picture of the menu to us, you know, so we can see what this yeah. secret menu is, that'd be awesome. Just that saying. would be great. That would be great. For our next segment, we are going to head into what we like to affectionately call the screening room. So here we're going to talk about uh, a movie, something we've just seen, mm-hmm. or uh, or you know, one of us has just seen movies we had just checked out since the last time we were on, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, recommendations, so to speak. And uh, to start off with, um, a movie we have both seen. Sam and I have recently just watched the Charlize Theron movie Monster. Mm-hmm. I have never seen that movie ever very surprised and you know and i know she got an academy award for best film or best film i oh my god for best actress yeah she won the best film award no uh <laughs> um and wow was it deserving for sure like she was amazing i'm not sure if she's a method actor but I mean, this is pretty believable. Like she probably went home like that and lived like, you know, I just, she was totally that person. It was crazy. I mean, they gave her like fake teeth to make her look all messed up and shaved her eyebrows off. And like, she put on weight for it. And like, um, I do know that while she was researching it, she lived in the best Western in Lapeer here in Michigan. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, a buddy of mine over at Solid State Radio, where I do my uh, radio show at, was telling me that when she was here 
she was here researching the role. She lived in Lapeer, hung out at the bar there, and just drank with people and everything because the lady she was playing, uh, I'm going to butcher the last name, uh, Aileen Warnos? I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it. it. A, yeah. But Warnos. anyway, uh, she's from Michigan. She's from Rochester and then moved to Lapeer before going uh, to Florida to start her murder spree. But uh, it's a tragic story, Um, especially if you want to dive deeper. There's amazing true crime documentaries about it, too. And this poor lady, I mean, I'm not condoning murder whatsoever. It's wrong. It's horrible. It's bad. Don't do it, kids. But this lady never stood a chance in life. She didn't. Um. And it's just the story is insane and all the stuff that happens. I won't give away too much, but um, Charlize Theron is just just phenomenal in the movie. You know, and look at her Ricci body of work. I know it's so great. What? I said, look at her body of work, all the different movie roles yeah. that she's been. That she's just not only was she like um, so like these different roles that she's played, but I remember, I will say, I, I know I'm, I'm cutting into your time. I just had a little side note. I was going to say that I remember there was one night and I feel, you know, you know, when, when stories in your mind kind of like blur together or maybe it's one piece, you're not really sure. Um, when I, when, when that movie, um, back in the nineties, there's a couple movies out. One was called two days in the Valley. Yes. Wasn't it called two days in the Valley? Yep. 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 And then the other one, well, anyway, Charlie Theron was the star, or she wasn't even a star. She was like just a character actor in one of them. Devil's and Advocate the other, is another one. Huh? Devil's Advocate is another one. Okay. All right. Yeah, with Keanu um, Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then the other one that we watch, me and um, Clay, a mutual friend of ours, always we used to watch movies on Monday night. We called it Monday Night Movie Night. Nice. And you know, maybe there'd be three or four of us. We'd all pick one movie and we'd all watch it. One day, it was Two Days in the Valley. And then the other one, was she in that one? I think so, yeah. Okay, no, just because um, there's just two movies. When we saw her in that movie, I, I told all the people. We didn't know her. This is the first time I'd ever seen her. I said, this yeah. girl is going to be a star. You yeah. can just tell she is going to be a star. Yeah. And... Um, and I can't remember what the other movie was because it also had another famous actress that later on became really famous too. And I'll think about that soon. And yeah. I'll tell you both night. And, it'll and hit you at three night, in the. You'll be laying in bed at three in the morning, and it'll hit you. It'll come to you. One night though, we watched two actresses who were up and comers, and like literally within two years, they were both superstars. That's and, awesome. Uh, but yeah, that 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 was a great movie. I thought that monster was. Um, just to depict, just, I mean, the story was something that we already knew. So it wasn't like a, a fictional story, but she right. played that role. Like I can't even think of anybody else. I wouldn't even have thought of her for that role, but because of how I don't want to say beautiful and glamorous, but that was her totally, you know, going down and like dressing down and putting yeah. her makeup on stuff. And she wasn't afraid. A lot of women are very vain about not you know wanted to be seen and you know only the glamorous light and she definitely didn't care and that made that very, role even 
Very dedicated to her craft, that's for sure. For sure. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, for um, sure. The movie you wanted to talk about is also on Netflix. And which one was that again? Uh, don't Look Up. <laughs> yeah, see, well, yeah, because you hadn't seen that yet. I haven't. Um, um, that one... It... <laughs> It's like an end of the world type thing, right? Yeah, it's the end of the world type thing. And I don't know, coincidentally, it kind of, you know, has similarities to what's actually going on. And we don't talk political here. Sure. So we're not. I'm just saying things that have been politicized and I know Meryl Meryl Streep's character is a satire version of a certain somebody that used to be president. Yeah, a certain somebody. Maybe just been president recently. I don't know. Right. But, um, yeah, but so instead of, let's just say what this is, is uh, instead of a pandemic, it's a meter, meteorite. Oh, so it's like Armageddon, sort of. Kind of. Only nobody's, you know, no oil drillers are going up on a meteor to try and stop it from hitting the earth. Right. Half believe and half (laughs) don't. Oh, okay. Okay. See? Yeah. So that's kind of like the yeah, and, and the, the cast. Actors. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't you say Kate Blanchett's in it too? Kate Blanchett is in that, and that's yeah. what I was going to say too. To you know, kind of tie in what you were talking about with when you're talking about her and my, when you're talking about Charlize Theron. Is it Theron? Theron? I think it's I, I think it's Theron or Theron. Charlize Theron. Right. I think I could be okay. wrong. I usually am. <laughs> I've always just said Theron. I don't know. I know it's but Kate so, Blanchett, though. I know it's Blanchett. Yes, yes. Yeah, that I know. But so uh, to tie that into what she, you know, um, she was doing in in the uh, monster movies with Kate Blanchett, she was um, almost unrecognizable. I think about wow. probably a, I was watching it with my daughter because she had already seen it, and you know she wanted me to watch it with her, so we watched it again. And at the end of it, I said. I saw her name come up and I said, so who, what, who is she though? I don't, was she like a bit part? She goes, no, she tells me who it was. I'm like, she was in that whole movie. How did I not like know that was her? Right. And it wasn't like, she didn't look like her. I think it was just, she was such a great actress in this movie that she just didn't, um, she didn't look like her. She didn't have any of her mannerisms or anything like she wow. usually does. It's like her movie. So, uh, and she's totally blonde. Mm. Now I think, She's been, she's done some different movies with different hair color. But to me, maybe I'm going to watch it again and like know who people are now in this movie. Cause there's a, Jonah Hill, in my opinion, was like the uh, humor through the whole movie. Like it was kind of serious and it had some funny yeah. things in it, of course. But Jonah Hill just, he was the um, the funny guy in the movie. He plays the great. son. He plays the son of Meryl Streep. So, and he's also, I don't know if he, he's, he's not the vice president president he's maybe the assistant to his mom okay <laughs> and he makes little comments too like isn't my mom hot which also kind of sounds familiar too but yeah you know <laughs> so right. we've heard those things before but so yeah i recommend it um i, I do want to watch like, it it's not gonna be like oh my god this was the movie of the year or anything and there are people that are criticizing it saying that now leo has now leo dicaprio has now like ended his winning streak with good movies. That's what I've heard some Jeez. people say that on the internet. So I think that everybody who likes Leo and some of these other characters, in this, just check it out. Cause I don't think as an actor, maybe a storyline, but as an actor, 
Leo is not going to do bad ever. Right. Maybe the no, storylines want to check it out. It's just he needs to make you know good decisions as an actor. He's great. Maybe some of those movies that he's in might not be great, hey. but he as an actor in that I think will always be great. Awesome. He's I de- my favorite top five. I think he might be the top five in my Damn. top five actors. That's Maybe a- top ten. Uh, top ten. I'm good top ten. That's awesome. Leo's yeah. great. Um, yes. Another actor that um, seems to be getting better with age is Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because he's finding movies that really like fit him that he can really dig into. Now, yeah. my favorite movie of his is always going to be The Devil's Advocate. I love that movie. Right. Uh, him, Al Pacino, um, Charlize Theron or Theron, um, just a great, 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 great movie. Um, came out in the nineties. It's, it's so good. Um, but I recently just watched the new matrix. Yeah. HBO max, you know, same day release. It was the final one that of the same day releases and you know, nothing's ever going to be the original the right. first matrix movie was amazing you're nothing is ever going to top it or come close in making more matrix movies you're just not going to do it you're not gonna it was such a different concept and a different and unique idea at the time you're not going to hit lightning in a bottle twice you, you know what i mean yeah. and with the sequels they've kind of covered all the ground you can cover you know what i mean so mm-hmm. in a weird way this movie was kind of a soft reboot in the sense that in the original tr- series, now this isn't a spoiler, it's been out for over 20 damn years, uh, mm. Keanu Reeves dies in the end mm, of, the, of, the, of the originals. I know. Yeah. Keanu Reeves dies. He's dead. Dead, 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 dead. Well, apparently he's not dead. Um, mm. Apparently what happened when he died in the Matrix is he got plugged back in. Oh, Okay. And he's back in, he got put back in one of those little pod thingies, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. plugged back into the Matrix. Um, weirdly enough, I, I don't, it, the movie is really meta in the sense that it's kind of making fun of itself, <laughs> which is kind of charming, but at the same time, really kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. And this time around, instead of being a computer hacker, uh, Keanu Reeves' character, uh, Mr. Anderson, is uh, a video game designer. Now, the video games he designed were The Matrix. Oh, okay. This is where we're going, folks. I um, see so that's kind of the premise. He's a, He was a video game designer um, and used all these things he imagined in his head, which were actually things that happened in the original Matrix, for right. his video game. You know what I mean? And yes, uh, I do. I try not to spoil anything by asking questions, but I'm just No, I mean to... I mean I just, you know, it's <laughs> so the adventure unwinds that way. Um, okay. It's weird because um they have the same characters played by different people, but on purpose. Mm. So like Morpheus isn't Lawrence Fishburne, it's some younger guy. Yeah. Uh, the agent isn't Hugo Weaving. It's uh, Jonathan Groff from uh, Hamilton and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so it's weird having characters played by different people when Keanu Reeves and uh, uh, the girl that plays Trinity, whose name escapes me, Carrie Ann 
us, is it? I don't remember. Anyway, um, they're played by the same people. They always have been, but nobody yeah. else is. It's weird. Uh, it's a fun movie if you like that kind of thing. Personally, one watch for me was good enough because The Matrix just gets confusing and <laughs> and weird well, yeah. and yeah. In my, um, you know, going to the Goodwill and the different, you know, thrift short stores and stuff like that i found a few of the matrix movies yeah. there so i bought i think i bought the trilogy maybe yeah. and um i um now have to rewatch all them they're good they're fun uh, the first one's amazing the other two i mean they don't suck but it's definitely not the same but right. uh yeah so we definitely recommend Don't Look Up as the top recommendation here. Um, check out Monster if you haven't seen it. Uh came out in 2003. Fantastic movie. And Matrix Resurrection, I think, uh, is going to be on HBO Max for another week or so. But then mm. it goes away until it comes out a uh, physical release uh, in a month or so. Now we're going to switch gears to the sad portion of our show. Mm. This is always the sad moment. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be. I say always like we've done this before. Um, well, we did it on our other show we used to have um, yeah. on the radio. But uh, this is the in memoriam section where we talk about um, people, famous people that we have lost since the last episode or just recently. Uh, starting it off with uh, passed away uh, last week, January seventh. Uh, Sydney Poitier uh, passed away at ninety-four years old. Uh, in, in such great movies as uh, Sneakers, To Serve with Love, They Call Me Mister Tibbs, mm-hmm. um, and one of my favorites of his, Jackal. The Jackal, uh-huh. which is uh, him and Bruce yeah. Willis and Richard Gere. Just an amazing, amazing body of work and a, just a phenomenal actor. Do you understand? I know you do, but I'm making like a platform statement here. <laughs> um, do you understand that before him, there was no black actor nominated or, no, maybe nominated, but never won an Oscar. He for was the best, first, right? Like, very first. Yeah. And that was for Blackboard Jungle. Hmm? Oh, for sure. What was it for? I think it was for Blackboard Jungle. Oh, great movie. So definitely, um, um, you know, what an amazing career. 94 years old and was working right up to the end, man. He was always doing something. So definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, a, a, a tragic loss, but only tragic in the sense that we don't get to enjoy his art anymore. You right. know I mean, he lived a great full life, and uh, ninety-four is a good run. I guess. Right? As you, you get older, you don't think it's a, as of a good run as it could be, but ninety-four is a good run. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I'm saying is, that as I get older, and seeing the older people and people even in my age group, you know, it's it's kind of scary. But it's it's um yeah, it's a good run anyway. Right. I just ninety-four um, is a good run. And speaking of a good run, um, yes. Next week, uh, on January 17th, would have been 
the 100th birthday of the legendary Betty White, who passed away uh, about a few uh, about a week ago at the age of 99 years old. Okay, two weeks to go. Betty White uh, did such great things. Uh, she was uh, big on the Carol Burnett show. Um, and her biggest claim to fame, of course, being Golden Girls, mm-hmm. where she played the character of Rose Nyland from St. Olaf. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on doing a show called Hot in Cleveland. Yes. Which uh, starred her and was it Valerie Bertinelli? Yes. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I heard it's hilarious. I heard it's really yeah, good. I remember her mostly. She used to always be... Um, and I can't think of his name. She was married to like a producer guy that yeah. also did show. Um, I know his last name was London, I think. I, f- uh, I don't remember. Alan remember. London. That's right. Yeah. And you know, she was on a lot of his different shows, and he was. She also did a lot of variety shows. I remember her being on like the Donnie Marie show and yep. different variety shows that were out at the time. The big She's thing just, Alan London oh, did was uh, the show Password. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Yep. She was always a contestant or, you know, one of the stars to help all the contestants on that yeah. show. She was also a very big animal rights activist, yes. very big in um, the Humane Society and adopting pets. And, and I'm really, really, really anxious to see what happens when they said, um, I, I, read it, I read something that um, they're going to try to get together. They're trying to, like, uh, her family and you know, in lieu of flowers and whatever, they're saying just put five dollars towards one of those, you know, things mm-hmm. that she so you know was, you know, wanting to, especially the animal. Um, yeah, you mean society. saving animals yeah. and rescues and stuff like that. Yeah, those charities. That's what she wanted. That's what she did. So um, they're asking everybody to instead of that, maybe give five bucks to like a you know humane society or something. Yeah, either donate you know? money or adopt a pet. Mm-hmm. In her honor, yeah. you know, she would have, you know, yes. uh, in her honor, we we uh, watched some Golden Girls because it's still one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. It was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have the Golden a Golden Girls board game, yeah, that we played. Um, but just just a legend, and you know, sharp as ever until her last days. Um, just hilarious, and like I remember the William Shatner roast that she was mm-hmm. part of, and she was mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the lines I always remembered is. Uh, she said, we all know that William Shatner's nuts, but George Takei actually tasted them. <laughs> and, like, and that came out of Betty White. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yes, she was so great. Oh, right. But it, was, but it was fun because it came from this lady that looks like a sweet old lady. You know that's, what I mean? That's the funny part about it, yeah. It really the is. sweet old lady. So, but yeah. she was a great, she was a great, you, you just tell she was a good person. Really, yeah, she really was. Absolutely. You just tell. So mm-hmm. rest in peace, the great Betty White and uh, the legendary Betty White and the legendary Sidney Poitier. Two legends you, in two weeks. Ugh. Come Dude, on now, this is the beginning of the year. I what know, right? Well, Brad Betty White Singer. ended 2021 and right. Sidney Poitier yeah. kicked off the new year. Um, yeah. The best thing I saw was somebody said that Betty White didn't die. She grabbed 2021 and dove into the pits of Mordor with it saying, I'm taking you with me, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And sacrificed herself for us all to make 2022 better. (laughs) 
So that's true. Thank you, Betty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, two amazing legends. Yeah. Well, now we come to what is the last segment of our show. We're going to end every episode with this. Um, Brett and I like to look back, you know, on historical events, things that happened uh, in history, um, a lot of entertainment history, but just historical things in the world in general. It's always fun to think about where you were or for most of uh, most of these, for both of us, where we weren't because uh, mm-hmm. that old. Although, you know, you might remember more of these than me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but on January 12th, uh, on this day in history, in 1939, which we were not even close to being around, Timely Comics was founded by American publisher Martin Goodman in New York City, um, which also had a young writer named Stan Lee, who uh, worked at Timely Comics, and it would later become Marvel Comics, the giant mm-hmm. juggernaut that we know today. Uh, featuring such great things as Spider-Man and the Avengers and, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange and all that cool stuff. Well, it all started back in 1939 with Timely Comics, founded by Martin Goodman on this day in uh, in history. In 1948, uh, January 12, 1948, the first supermarket in the United Kingdom opens. That's right. That is a historical event, apparently. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, people got to eat. Right. <laughs> um, on this day in history in 1952 was the day that the University of Tennessee admitted its first black student. Wow. On this day in 1952, a landmark day that's uh, that shouldn't have had to have been a historical thing. God damn it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people suck. Um but, you know, 1952 was the march towards equality uh, where it kind of began in that sense. And the first black student was admitted to the University of Tennessee. Oh, okay. uh, if, just a few years later, in 1957, the Southern Christian Leadership Council, SCLC, was founded by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. Um, he was the leader of the Ebenezer Church in Atlanta at the time. And uh, he founded that movement on this day in uh, 1957. And then in 1959, today, January 22nd, 1959, a historical day for music lovers everywhere, especially people like us. American record company Motown was founded on January 12th, 1959 in Detroit, Michigan, but founded as Tamla Records. Mm-hmm. Which would later turn into Motown by Barry yeah. Gordy Jr. on this day in 1959. Barry Gordy, before that, wrote things for uh, songs for people like Jackie Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, songs like Repetite and uh, To Be Loved, great, great yes. songs. And then went on to have a legendary label and stable of artists, all started in our hometown of Michigan. He was yeah. such an inspiration because growing up, I just knew. I wanted to be in music, you know, and DJing was the, you know, what I ended up doing. But sure. I just thought that would be the coolest thing to be a record owner, a record label owner, and, right. and, and rip off your artist and be one big happy family. I don't know how that always, if that is ever a possibility, but that's what <laughs> I thought as a child. Like, I'm going to find these great artists because I know a lot of people that don't have 
any outlet to get yeah. these, you know, songs and stuff out. And I always thought that would be such a, but you know, so very inspirational. Barry Gordy yeah. is probably one of my biggest inspirations, even though I don't do what he does or I, you know, I still feel like there, there was no Barry Gordy or there would be no Motown. There'd be no Stevie. There'd be no Michael. I mean, there, there would be, but it would be different. You wouldn't have they Smokey, would be, the Temptations, yeah, the Four Tops. Just yeah, the list goes this, on. These people would be these these people would still maybe make it, but they wouldn't be who they were in the songs that Motown gave them and that kind of stuff that wouldn't be there. You right. know what I mean? And so it's many different. of them found in just the jazz clubs of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? The musicians for sure. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. on this day in nineteen sixty-six. Batman starring Adam West and Burt Ward and Cesar Romero debuted on ABC <laughs> January 12th, 1966. A legendary Batman series. A lot of people's first introduction to Batman in the mainstream. There had been some um, serials before that. Those were, for those of you who aren't old enough to know what that is, I only know because of my parents. Um, they used to have these things called serials where you'd go to a movie and you'd get like mini movies before the movie. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Batman. They had uh, d- two different versions of that. You can find them on DVD. I have the collections of them. It's fun. They're black and white. Really, uh, really fun and kind of cool to see that they did it back in the 50s. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 1966 was the debut of the mainstream version of Batman with the legendary Adam West and Burt Ward and the great Cesar Romero. That's, that's the joke. I was born. I was here. That's the year I was born. And I remember that was one of my first, you know, because they were already showing reruns when I was five, six years old. Yeah. So, yeah. I watched that every day when I came home from school. I watched every- it on, uh, it was Nick at Night mm-hmm. that showed it when I was a kid. And yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It's so uh, campy, but it's fun. It's campy. It, is. it really is. I had it's the so- me- I had the Mego action figures and the Batmobile and all that stuff. Um, wow. I did. Uh, not anymore. If I did, I'd be sitting on a gold mine. I but, know. Uh, <clears throat> That's a whole other segment of what we lost. What? That's an episode in itself right there. It really is. <laughs> uh, Let's get a this together of all the stuff that we don't have anymore that would probably be... Uh, Really cool to have now. We'll, and do we'll that call it the most depressing episode we ever did. <laughs> right. um, but there could be a there could be a, a silver lining if we found some of these things later in life too. True. So it could be true. <laughs> um, three years later, in 1969, January 12, 1969, Led Zeppelin released their debut album. I mean, but what mm-hmm. they, you know, they, I mean, they, they, they might have been a little popular, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they got, they did, they had some success. <laughs> after. Oh, they legendary. They didn't go I mean, through their sophomore slump or anything. They, they, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it started right out with just some amazing songs and yeah. like good times, bad times and stuff yeah. like that. Just, and they, they just came out swinging and kept going. Up until uh, 19, 1979, 1980, when uh, drummer John Bonham passed away, uh, yeah. they they re they did a reunion big concert in two thousand eight at the O two with his son Jason Bonham on drums, which was incredible. Called and they released mm-hmm. it on Blu ray and uh, CD and record and all that, and it's called Celebration Day. Very worth checking out. It was really really cool. It really was. Uh, also, uh, well, in 1971, uh, the premiere of All in the Family on CBS. Wow. 
Uh, and the website said it featured the first toilet flush on TV. <laughs> Apparently, you couldn't flush the toilet on TV until 1971, folks. Um, <laughs> people didn't poop back then. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Uh, apparently not. If you're younger, uh, so you might not. You know, you might not know because you're younger. But back in the 70s, we didn't poop. Oh. It's just recent, more recent. So. <laughs> uh, and then, then when Married with Children came out, everybody did. Uh, yeah, for sure. But no, uh, all in the family uh, created by the great Norman Lear. Who also uh, created uh, different strokes, uh, good times, good times, the Jeffersons, Maud. Maud. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. knew until recently the Jeffersons was actually a spinoff of All in the Family. Oh yeah, uh, but they do this really Let's cool thing called uh, Live in Front of a Studio Audience. Uh, yeah. It's on, I think it's CBS, where they do an, a classic episode from a, a, a classic sitcom with nowadays actors. It's really Actually, cool. weirdly, it was on ABC. Or ABC, thank you. Yeah, yeah. But it was because I think it's because uh, Jimmy Kimmel is the host and he's an yep. ABC guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, in 1993, uh, January 12th, 1993, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted Ruth Brown, Cream, Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Doors, Etta James, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, Van Morrison, Sly and the Family Stone, Diana Washington, Mitt Galber, I don't know who that is, uh, Gobbler, Galber, I don't know, Milt Galbler, uh, and the legendary Dick Clark. All mm, were inducted January 12th, 1993. Okay. Now, the Hall list. of Fame always has to have that band you've never heard of, like Lyman. Right. Uh, like well, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. I don't know who that is. And don't I don't know, know who Milt Gabler is either. Um, I'll tell you who. I'll give you one <laughs> one song title, and okay. then you'll know. Okay. Um, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Oh, well, there you go. That's Frankie Lyman and the oh. Teenagers. Well, there you go. I just learned something new. What a class! <laughs> what a class, though. Good, yeah. good grief. Uh, yes. And then two years later, uh, a murderer broke through, and. Uh, in 1995, the murder trial for O.J. Simpson began in L.A. on January 12th, 1995. Um, sadly, the wrong, the wrong, uh, the wrong verdict <laughs> happened. But you know, all the same, you know, the trial began then, and the ending. You know, it's uh, what a terrible ending. But uh, there's also a phenomenal show about it. Um. Oh yeah, I just gotta say one of those side note, which is crazy, but O.J. Simpson just publicly on TV criticized the guy that walked off at the beginning of January, and he was playing football, and there's some things going on. And he just walked off, mm-hmm. and he just like, I'm done, I quit, I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. During a game, he did this. Mm-hmm. Well, O.J. Simpson went on news or when I did a little video and said how disrespectful that was to do something because he's a football guy so he's talking to a football guy first he's not of all about that he murdered somebody that's not <laughs> cool to do but the man literally was going to put out a book called if i did it oh he did put that out right like if was like the smallest if was in like <laughs> white the book is in black right yeah if is almost in black too or red or something it's yeah. a dark color but the rest of it says you know so it makes it look like he's saying I did it, but he's yeah. not. He's like, if I, you know, whatever. The messed That's up thing is nowadays he could just come out and say he did it and nothing could happen to what? him. I know. Isn't that crazy? Because double jeopardy, which is just ridiculous. Uh, 
on a happier note, because murder isn't cool. Um, and also uh, on that same day, on that same day, was another series of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. Uh, January 12th, 1995, uh, the Allman Brothers, Al Green, Janis Joplin, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, Neil Young, Frank Zappa, the uh, or the or what the Orioles, Paul Aikman, oh, yeah, Paul Aikman, and the legendary Led Zeppelin, all inducted January twelfth, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and then finally, lastly, our last piece of history again, because well, I guess it was a, a, a pretty big year or a pretty big day for music for many years. The 1998 yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions featured the Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, pa- Mamas and the Papas, Lloyd Price, Santana, Gene Vincent, Jelly Roll Morton, <laughs> and Alan. To- How do you say that? To Saint? To Saint? Oh, Toussaint. Toussaint. Thank you. It's French. Yeah. It's like oh, right. Croissant, but- oh, yeah. Like, like croissant, you know. Croissant, but Toussaint. Yeah. But in 1998, those were the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions right there. Nice. Great. And uh, Great with, and with that, we are going to leave everybody off to make their own history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, Wednesday the 19th, for episode two of season two. We're just getting started, folks. We just are. We are. You know, it's always good when a TV show comes around for a sophomore season, you know. Yeah, it's good that they got picked up. All right, unless you're on Netflix, then all bets are off. It just might get canceled yeah. any minute. But <laughs> we definitely hope you guys enjoy in the new format. Again, if there's any questions you guys have, anything you'd like to hear us talk about, any subjects at all, please leave it in the comment section of our Facebook page. Send us a Facebook message. Um, or when we post this on Facebook, feel free to comment with any questions or suggestions you might have. And uh, we will be back next week. So until then, my name is Todd Gilbert. And I'm Brett Fortney, the Hitman. And we will see you all next week for another episode of the Handyman Podcast. Toodles. Toodles.